There's been a little bit of news in Blue Jackets land as Alexander Texier is returning. We check in on Vladislav Gavrikov and Jonas Corposalo over in Los Angeles. And it's World, Ju- it's World Championship season. So let's talk about that on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news stories, the good, the bad and the ugly about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen to the day, every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're over on YouTube, like and subscribe and uh, get content delivered straight to your phone or laptop or TV or however you watch. Uh, before we get started, I want to just let everyone know as well that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL, or one word twenty dollars off your first purchase. So we're doing kind of a, a, a roundup episode uh, today to to kick off our Monday. Uh, some stuff happened over the weekend, some minor announcements, nothing like too big and too extreme. Um, but I wanted to kind of kick off by talking about. The return of Alexander Texier, um, they announced, I think, at the end of last week that they were expecting Alexander Texier to return next season for the Blue Jackets. This is really good news for the Blue Jackets, but also, I think, for Alexander Texier. Um, he has missed the entirety of last season. Uh, he played in uh, in Zurich, had 35 points in 46 games, five points in nine playoff games. Um, he has been uh, away from the NHL. Uh, he's been with the um, the player assistance uh, and and uh, substance abuse support system that they have, um, which is for anything from mental health to personal issues to addiction to medical. Like uh, there's a bunch of reasons that he could have gone back to um, a little bit closer to home, and uh, he did that. He, I guess, is is doing better, which we love to see. And he's he's coming back to Columbus. Uh, he was in Columbus this weekend on a, a Zoom call with some of the media. Sounded really excited to, to be back. Um, I wanted to kind of bring this up just because he was on pace for, well, he hit a, a, a season high in points for the Blue Jackets in his last season with the team. Uh, he had 20 points in 36 games, including 11 goals. And he did a lot of that from the fourth line. So he was really on track. And then uh, he broke his hand or his finger, I believe. I think it was his finger. Um, went back to France for a little bit. And then they announced that for personal reasons, he wasn't going to be returning that season. So I guess like that's when it when it started again. I don't want to speculate on what it is. If Texier wants people to know, he'll tell people. But I think this is really good news for him. I think once you leave the NHL, especially to go overseas. It's very difficult to get back, but it looks like he's he's coming back. Uh, his contract has slid, so I believe this is, like, the upcoming season is the last year of that contract. This season, he was supposed to be a, an RFA after this season, I believe. Um, yeah, so next after the end of next season, he'll be an RFA, 
but they managed to, they got his contract slid because he missed basically an entire season. But this is, um, I think this is good news for him. It's good news for the Blue Jackets. I think it gives them another NHL-ready player. Uh, the downside is it does create a little bit more competition for those. I mean, there's 12 forward spots, arguably 13 forward spots. Um, when I did the math last week, um, I picked the top 13 forwards as Johnny Gaudreau, Patrick Lyonet, Jack Rosovic, Boone Jenner, Sean Corrali, Eric Robinson, Mathieu Olivier, Kent Johnson, Kira Marchenko, Emil Bemstrom, Igor Chinikov, Cole Sillinger. Add Texier to that mix. Um, add potentially players like Liam Foodie to that mix. Add uh, guys like Trevor Kowalanski to that mix. Like, it's it's a... There's a lot of players for not a lot of room. Um, and, you know, like, I guess the question is, do they extend Olivier or do they let him go? Because, frankly, I think you get the same thing with Texier that you get from Olivier, just with a little bit more skill involved. So I don't know what the answer is there, but I'm glad to have Tex back. I liked him as a player a lot. I think he's got a lot of potential that we haven't seen yet. Like I said, 20 points in 36 games before he broke his finger. Um, Hopefully he'll come back, maybe slot in a little bit higher than that fourth line. But I really like that fourth line of Robinson Corrali and Texier at the start of last last season. So we'll see where that goes. Um, In a minute, we are going to touch on the World Championships for a little bit. There's a couple of CBJ players that have been announced as going. And we are also going to talk about Los Angeles and how Corpusalo and Vladislav Gabrikov are doing over there. First, I've got to tell you all about game time. Because I don't know about you, but I'm terrible at planning anything. Um, so usually it's, you know, it's the day off and I'm like, oh, we should go do this thing. Trying to find last minute tickets is a nightmare. So you need to use game time. You can get flash deals, last minute tickets, uh, any kind of event, sport, music, comedy, theater. They've got images of seat views, which is really great because you know what your view is going to be like. Uh, lower price guarantees, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's the Game Time guarantee. Get images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. And tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, let's let's check in with the World Championships real quick because there's a couple of players that have been announced as going. If there's anyone else, I have missed them. Uh, but as of right now, I believe the only confirmed. Blue Jackets players are Patrick Laine and Samuel Konasko. Uh, Laine obviously playing for Finland. Uh, Konasko will be playing for Slovakia. There might be a couple of others, um, but the Blue Jackets finished the season just so broken. And I think even the healthy Blue Jackets are looking forward to a break. I know uh, they asked Johnny Kudrow if he was going, and I believe he said no, probably because he wants to spend some time with his baby that he hasn't spent a ton of time with since, you know, the regular season has been happening the entire time she's been born. So um, I'm not expecting any other big names. Um, 
like the only other potential guys would be like maybe Andrew Peake goes, but uh, I don't know what the American team is like. I could see Andrew Peake uh, going. He's, I think, one of the only healthy Blue Jackets right now that are kind of at that level. Um, and you could see, I believe Texier actually, speaking of, of Texier, is uh, playing for France as well in this upcoming World Championships. So that'll be fun. I, I usually try and watch the, the World Championships. a little bit less fun for me personally since uh, Great Britain got kicked back down to the division below, but I'm still planning on watching. I'm going to be cheering for Finland and Slovakia and France, obviously, because uh, those are the ones with the Blue Jackets on them. So just a quick quick check-in on that. Um, I want to talk about the traded players. Um, so mostly it's just Gavrikov and Korpisalo, but I want to check in with Gus Nyquist as well, who is healthy and playing pretty well, it seems like. Um, in terms of um, how how they're doing, the answer appears to be pretty good. Vlaslav Gavrikov has played, uh, I think... Uh, just a ton of ice time. He's played the seventh most of any king, uh, third amongst defensemen, but he has the best uh, possession numbers of any defenseman. He's seventh on the team. Uh, admittedly, he's at 48% because I think the the kings have kind of been getting caved in possession-wise by the Oilers a little bit, and except for that top line of um, Kopitar, Ayafalo, and Arvidsson, which makes sense. Um, and then... Kempe Byfield and Vladi are also faring pretty well as a line. Um, but Gavrikov, doing, doing pretty well, doing okay. Uh, he is not scoring a ton, which is to be expected, but he is contributing offensively, which, you know, we uh, we love to see. Um, he will just very occasionally decide that he is an offensive defenseman, which is very funny. Um, he has got... One assist in these playoffs so far, um, five shots. So, but he's plus two, so he's doing he's doing okay. hasn't taken any penalties, which is impressive considering um, how all of the penalties happened uh, in in the last couple of games. But he's doing pretty well. I think the impressive one for me is Jonas Corpusalo, who is killing it. Um, he is. He might be one of their like he might be their one of their top three players in this in this playoff series like he's been phenomenal um the kings are up 2-1 in the series um corpusalo is 2 and 1 he's got a 931 save percentage and a 2.53 goals allowed against average that's that's incredible honestly like and he did similar things in the playoffs last year so maybe he just like needs a big stage to step up to um he has allowed three goals three goals and two goals so eight goals total over the the two the three games had a 925 in the first game a 917 in the second game and a 950 in the third game so like he's doing basically everything he can for this team um sometimes they're not they're not scoring enough for him but they are like Corpusalo is i don't know where he's at in terms of um of the other goalies in the playoffs but i feel like a nine a nine thirty one like that's got to be pretty hard pretty hard to beat um let's find out i'm just really glad that he's doing well is the thing um i it's kind of what I expected. 
Um, especially, you know, going from, he had decent numbers on a very bad Columbus team. So going to a significantly better LA team, it makes sense that he is doing very well. Um, in terms of goalies that have played more than one game, Corpusalo is fourth. So the only goalies that have better numbers than him, Akira Schmidt, who played one game, so I assume those numbers will come back down to, to earth pretty soon. Uh, Philip Gustafson in Minnesota uh, has a 961. Igor Shosturkin has a 950. Ilya Sorokin has a 942. And then there's Jonas Corposalo with a 931. Uh, the Edmonton goalie, Stuart Skinner, has a 900 save percentage, which is still very good. But I'm glad to see that our boys are doing well and... Uh, doing doing the doing us proud i always feel like it's not stress but i always get worried that when we do like one of these big deadline trades that it'll happen like the nick felino trade where he was injured basically immediately and then didn't do anything except fight cory perry in the playoffs um and no i'm like no i I feel validated by this yeah we got a first round pick and it was worth it because corpusalo and gavrikov have both been really really good for this team um Gus Nyquist who I forgot was playing uh is currently tied for the lead in points with Minnesota he's got four assists in three games um hasn't scored yet but he's healthy he's up he's ready to go he's doing good um which again really really great to see um I like I said I I hadn't realized he was healthy um but it's great to see that he is um this is the wild made out like bandits in that trade honestly if this is the the stuff that they're going to get from Gus Nyquist um you know over a point per game at what is he 33 years old um like they they're winners uh he is Gosh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I want to say 33. Yeah, he's 33, the, 33 years old, and he's over a point per game in the playoffs. They traded like a sixth-round pick for him. So they're winning. Um, but also, Gus Nyquist is winning, so I'll I'll accept it. So great to see our guys doing well uh, on playoff teams. Would have been nice to have that playoff success here, but I, I guess we just keep cheering for Los Angeles and Minnesota. Um, in a minute... I've got a couple of mailbag questions for you. Uh, so we're going to get into that in just a second. Let's talk about injuries again. Um, because the first question is, now that I've done all of my math about injuries, etc., if I could have picked one player to not be injured, who do I think would have made the biggest difference? And like the easiest one for me, I think, is Zach Wierenski. Um, you gain, like, if if he he had a really hot start, so he had eight points in 13 games uh, and three goals in 13 games. So, like, that stats out to 19 goals on the season. So we missed out 16, on 16 goals and 42 points from Wierenski. So that's, what, 28 assists? Um, so, you know, there's that's where the line A goals are coming from and the Jenner goals are coming from is those Wierenski passes. Um, he's the, he was the biggest loss for me uh, was, was Zach Wierenski. 
Um, I know that his contract feels huge, and yes, is he overpaid? Probably, but he's still a very good defenseman in this league. He's still a legitimate number one defenseman. And I think this team was worse without him. Um, you know, like you look at obviously having Line A healthy would have been a huge difference. Um, but I think for me, Wierenski is the one. If the, if this team can keep Wierenski healthy next season, like that's that is the that's the ideal, you know. Um, so is that a boring answer? Maybe, but that's that's my answer. Uh, the next question: If I could undo one trade from the last couple of years, which trade would I, if any? Oh man, let's take a look at Blue Jackets trades because. Uh, I've forgotten every single trade that's happened. Um, honestly, if I could undo any trade, it would be the Oliver Bjorkstrand trade. Like, that's that. That's just... You know, it, I get why it had to happen, and I understand that, you know, it's... That's how this business goes. But, man, it sucks seeing him on another team. Um, I think that's... That's definitely... That's definitely it, I think. I'm just flipping through the last few years of trades, but that feels like to me that's the that's the one is the um is the is the Bjorkstrand trade. I miss him. And I'm sure a lot of you do as well. Uh we're gonna finish off uh, like we started the episode, just with a little bit more Texier talk. Obviously, it's mega early. What line combos would I like to see him tried on? I think that um, robinson Corrali Texier line feels like a no-brainer to me in terms of having a bottom, uh, like a, a bottom six line combo that's a pain in the butt to play against, can contribute offensively. Um, but I would like to see Texier get a little bit more right. I think Texier could be a solid middle six guy. So maybe like, okay, so extremely early um, line combinations. I'd like to see Goudreau, Line A, a center. So let, let's let's go ahead and pencil in whoever the Blue Jackets pick for, with their first round, their first first round pick. If we go ahead, Adam Fantilli, Leo Carlson, whoever. Um, Goudreau, draft pick, Line A. Um, and then I'd like to see uh, Johnson and Marchenko with a center, maybe Jenna in there, and then uh, maybe Texier, Roslovic, and Chinakov on that fourth, on that third line. And then, yeah, I guess Texier, Corrali, Robinson. You've got Sillinger as the extra body, but I don't know. This is this is tricky. This is tricky. <laughs> um, I forgot that they had the world well, probably going to be adding a forward, but then, you know, there's... there's what if uh, Carson goes back to Sweden or Fantilli goes back to Michigan? And then I feel like you could probably just slot Stellinger into a spot. But yeah, I'd like to see, yeah, Roslovic and Chinakov with Texier could be fun. I think he adds a little bit of snarl to that line. Um, but I also wouldn't hate Robinson Corrali, Texier. Um, we're going to be doing double episodes again this week, guys, which is very exciting for you. Uh, very exciting for me, a person that has a lot to say. And so today we're going to have another episode coming out kind of this evening, uh, this afternoon, this evening. We're going to be talking all about Gus Nyquist, who we just touched on briefly um, in this episode. So we're going to be doing his season review before his 
CBJ season was cut short, so that is uh, later on today. And then tomorrow, we're going to check in on the Blue Jackets CHL prospect and how they're doing, um, I believe. All but the, I think, two series are still going on. So we'll check in with those guys. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We are over on YouTube. We are, I believe, one subscriber away from the next milestone, which is very exciting for me. So if you haven't hit subscribe yet, please feel free to do so. Hit the little bell button below this video uh, and you'll get notified when new episodes go live. If you're an everydayer, thank you. I appreciate you. If you are not an everydayer yet, I also appreciate you. And until tomorrow or until later today, make sure you stay locked on.